come to me, Jesus says. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You will find rest for your souls. But the Christmas season can be so busy and stressful. This Advent, the Lord Jesus wants to teach us and empower us to enjoy God's love and be a blessing to others. So on Soul Talks for Advent, we'll be drawing on our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. We'll discuss examples of how Jesus helps us handle stress in his rhythms of grace. We're in our Advent series is Soul Talks, and we've been looking at how Jesus comes to us in Advent. I'm looking forward today, Bill, and talking with you about Jesus coming to us as Abba. That's the best gift. What a wonderful Christmas gift to have Jesus show us Abba's love. And I hope that for our friends that they find encouragement and the blessing and open and experience Jesus coming to them more because of these meditations. I am. It's helping me. And I've been looking forward to and sharing this with you, our listeners, but also it's just been helpful for me in this busy time of Advent when so much is distracting me and going on. And my list of to-dos is longer than normal. And my list of wants is too, because there's a lot of things about this season that I want to enjoy. And so, but I don't want any of it to cause me to miss Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And so having these new ways of intentionally meditating and being aware of Jesus' coming and what his coming to us means and brings has been grateful. So it's been a real gift to me this week to be meditating on Jesus coming to me and showing me Abba, my Father. Yeah, just this morning I did an easy yoke meditation on my prayer walk as I was walking around the lake and uh, it was a brisk uh, morning and uh, the sun was shining bright and warm though and so it was reminding me of the shining face of the Lord Jesus, and was meditating on Jesus embraces us in Abba's love. And we'll be sharing that prayer with you, our listeners, before we close here. And thankful for a note we got, uh, a comment on our website from uh, Soul Talks listener Joan Graham in Cota de Casa, California, and she's responding to an episode we did just before the Advent series on finding a blessing in conflict. And she says, during the holiday season, our vision and hope for loving connection with family can easily be shattered. Mm. And it's, this is a season where probably we all at times feel some disappointment because the expectations are so high. And so Joan uh, thanks us for unpacking of Jesus' teaching on the Beatitudes from our Soul Shepherding book, Jesus' Greatest Teaching. And we talk about how the kingdom of the heavens is available to us, even in conflict. Yes. And we need to keep resetting our minds that way and, and the wonderful reality of the presence of the Lord in our midst. And we were specifically talking about conflict and triggers that are underneath our stress reactions and so forth. And Joan says she appreciates the example we gave. We came out of a conflict that you and I had, Christy, mm-hmm. we were pr- processing through. And then we shared with our Soul Talks listeners on the value of repositioning ourselves mm-hmm. in the secret place yes. of the Father's love. That's right. That's see. right. And that's what we're talking about on Soul Talks today. And yeah, honey, so often in the office where we're meeting with people, we've had all these tens of thousands of hours of being with people in their pain and their talking to us about conflicts that they're in and that they're having in their families. And especially around the holidays, we, we hear more of this. And so often 
you and I are given the gift of being able to see people when they open their lives to us and they share their souls and their hearts with us. We learn too. We're there for them, to love them and, and to be Christ's ambassador to them of, of healing and growth. But we also learn. And one of the things that we have learned over the years is how distorted our own earthly relationships and conflicts, how they can cause us to have a distorted view of God as our Father, especially. So often I'm with a client who really thinks God's attitude towards them is very much like their father on earth, you know, the earthly father's was. So they'll say things like, oh, God just expects me to pull myself up by my bootstraps and keep working and push through this and not be slowed down and not not pay attention to these conflicts and these emotions. And they don't see that God hurts with them. It's so important that we have somebody that really tunes into, is sensitive to, and gentle with our emotions and Mm -hmm. our weaknesses and our failings. Yeah. Because that reveals to us the compassion of our Father in the heavens. It does. I thanked you yesterday saying how you have been such a, a healing male presence in my life with the ways that you have shown me Abba's love. I, you know, I was blessed to have a good father and grandfather, but even still, the way that I have received and grown to appreciate and receive Abba's love has been great because, you know, the safety of, of you and, and your being such a good ambassador of him to me. Well, I think probably many of our listeners would say, that they felt loved and cared for by their parents or grandparents. And yet, oftentimes, the, the kind of ways that we're parented and cared for don't reach into the, the personal space of the, the deeper emotions and needs. And so even though we're, we're well provided for, given many opportunities, grow up in a stable home, perhaps, uh, if we're not receiving that empathy at that deep level, there can be a a woundedness there, and there can be some deficits. And so that's what you're speaking to out of your experience, and that how that's a healing thing when God gets into that deep space with us. Yes. And so how do we experience God as that Abba, that Papa, that tender-hearted, compassionate presence who's really right there in, in the inner space of our soul? Mm-hmm. And this takes different forms. I mean, there are people that I talk with who... They have an image of God as being positive and being good and being loving. And yet I'm thinking of one woman in particular that it came out that her expectation was that God just wanted her to be happy all the time and that God really didn't, um, wasn't with her and there for her if she wasn't happy. And so she didn't feel like she could really crawl up on Abba's lap and cry or be held her feeling was she could only be happy and fun and do good and make him happy. Yeah, I was talking to a, a missionary couple recently, and they're off the mission field for now and recovering from the stress of all that they've given and invested in their ministry over a number of years. Pretty young couple and dealing with some real challenges in the readjustment and things that are going on in their marriage and their life and needing to get into uh, this uh, process that we're talking about of vulnerability with the Lord and the way that that healing and that renewal is coming for them is through a counseling process where they get into the the depth of the issues there and root causes and just the the deeper feelings and to be really listened to. And uh, recently after the end of a conversation that we had, I just hugged each of them and looked them each in the eye because they're like just a little bit older than our, our own kids, you know. And I looked at her and said, 
you're beautiful with the Lord's beauty. And I just want you to, to know that, that there is just such goodness in your heart. And then to look at him and give him the blessing that Jesus received from his Abba and say, you're a good man. You're a good husband. You have a, a loving heart and you are really earnest. And that's what makes you successful. And you know, both of them were teary because she's not feeling beautiful and he's not feeling successful. And so, but when someone that you look up to and admire sees into your heart and soul and sees the, the weaknesses and the hurts, but also sees the, the goodness that's there and affirms that, you know, just really, they just bounced out of the room with joy. Uh, it sounds like that was really a special moment and a, a joy for you to be able to bring the Father's love to them. Yeah, it's so it's such a, a blessing when we get to do that. I think uh, all of us, uh, as you're, you're listening to us now, we just need to be thinking about the people in our lives that need the blessing of a hug, of us looking that family member or that friend uh, in the eyes and, and giving an encouraging word, how that lifts the spirits, uh, or just that listening ear when we really open our heart to someone to hear, hear their hurts and hear their needs. And we don't offer advice. We don't offer judgment. We're, we're there with empathy. Yeah, it's really important. I think the other thing that's helped me with this is I love watching fathers who are with their children and just really delighting in their children and loving them well. And that helps me to get a vision of, wow, Abba loves me like that. Yeah, being around children and seeing them play and seeing a father, a mother, an aunt, an uncle, or, or being that person ourselves and playing mm-hmm. with that child, yes. it really does put us in touch with the Father's love. It does. I'm sure that's why Jesus spent time with children, mm. you know, because he loves those children and he's ministering the Father's love to them, but as people are watching and we need to tune into that and enter into that story and realize, yeah, that's the way my Father in the heavens loves me. And so... The power of Jesus to reveal to us God's love, and we're sort of talking about, uh, back and forth here about how we need Christ's ambassadors, we need people in our life who are compassionate and gentle and gracious and encouraging, and that ministers God's love to us. But the perfect image of God, of course, is the Lord Jesus Christ, and we need to study his life and his, uh, the stories in the Gospels and uh, his words, and to meditate on this, and to picture. We need pictures of Jesus. I got a picture of Jesus right here. I uh, got out recently, been looking at, uh, and it just shows the face of Jesus with just incredible love and gentleness, and his eyes are just looking at me with um, a great sense of, of knowing and understanding and interest, and there's a smile on his face, and it's like, hey, Jesus is glad to see me, and he's showing me that that's what my papa in the heavens is like. You've been really moved by this in your best life in Jesus' easy yoke. You wrote a chapter in here on jumping into Abba's arms. Because it's just so important how we relate to God and that we understand his fatherly love. It's so powerfully healing. And just the gift of understanding God as Abba has been so transformational in my life. I think when it really came home to me was uh, listening to Brendan Manning uh, in the context of some teaching that he did and uh, learning about his prayer, uh, Abba, I belong to you, mm-hmm. and all the abandonment that Brennan experienced uh, in his childhood and uh, going through his challenges with alcoholism and all the aloneness and the shame that he writes about so vulnerably in his books and how healing it was for him to come to understand God's Abba love. And so 
how healing it is for us all. I mean, even how radical it is, I think, about in the Scripture when Jesus came and talked about Yahweh as Abba and, you know, gave us this vision, brought God to us as Abba, as Dada, the first words out of the Hebrew baby's mouth. It's just an astounding thing that, that God would say, you can call me Abba. And we would never imagine that, let alone know that and count on that reality. If it wasn't for Jesus inviting us into the intimacy of his prayer life, and Mark records this in his gospel in chapter 15, that in the Garden of Gethsemane, as Jesus is wrestling through the fear and the weight of the cross and battling with Satan as he's effectively going to the cross spiritually for us there in the garden before he goes physically, and he's sweating drops of blood. Well, he's crying out, literally, with tears, sweating drops of blood. He is calling out to his Abba, his Papa. And so we're so thankful to have those words there. And then Paul picks this up in Romans 8.15 and Galatians 4.6. Paul learned to pray to God as Abba, mm-hmm. and he encourages us to do the same. And probably on many other occasions, Jesus prayed to God as Abba. And this is just the, the one time that got recorded in the Gospels. Yeah, but he but he does say... Thank you, Father, a lot, or he prays to the Father, or the Father, you know, I only do what the Father tells me to do. So he does still use the term Father in yeah. a warm way, in a way of placing full confidence and delight in God, his Father, in, in the spirit of looking to God as Abba. And there's been scholarship done in, in uh, studying the New Testament that in many of these instances, Jesus is using the Aramaic word Abba. And so... That's just a beautiful thing to think about. Jesus, throughout his life, in the father and son intimacies and knowledge, as we have there in Matthew 11, which is the, the basis of our Easy Yoke book, is being brought into this with Jesus. That's the Easy Yoke. It's this intimacy with the father and the son. And so here's a meditation I have here in the Easy Yoke book. Consider the Lord Almighty, the King of kings, the creator of the heavens, the earth, and you and me. The God who flung the stars in the sky and calls them each by name. The Lord who makes the clouds his chariot and whose voice is like the sound of thunder. He's the Trinity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to whom all the angels in heaven bow as they sing, Holy, Holy, Holy. He's the God who was, who is, and who is to come. He's the Lord God who shines like the sun and is so awesome and glorious that whenever anyone in the Bible encounters him in a vision or hears him speak, they fall to the ground trembling, completely undone. This sovereign Lord God Almighty says, you can call me Dada, Mm. Papa. Oh, I just love that. It just warms my heart, especially now that pretty soon we're going to be having a little girl we're going to be holding here as our daughter is pregnant and... uh, We'll be having our first grandchild, and I'm going to be called Papa. And I'm hoping that that will remind me, and especially our granddaughter, but all of us in the family, that God is our Abba. Yes. Well, I think you're going to lead us in the meditation as we close out this podcast. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so I have a breath prayer from the Bible that uh, we teach in the Easy Oak book. Each chapter actually has a breath prayer from the Bible with a different breathing rhythm that we introduce you to and help you. It's just a very simple and deep prayer of the heart, this method of prayer, and it's a great 
blessing for me. I do this uh, all the time, and it really helps me with stress and anxiety, which is why I wrote Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. It comes out of my own story of the uh, challenges that I've had with overworking and internalizing stress and dealing with worry and anxiety and how the Lord has helped me to find peace and to live in that and to live at a a slower pace and to uh, live in a more relational way and tuned into God's presence and drawing my strength and my joy from the presence of the Lord. So I just love this message that Jesus has given us. It's my favorite scripture. Then he says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, take my yoke upon you. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your words to us and that you show us that God is our Abba, our dear Papa. And so we just call to mind now the stories in the Gospels Jesus and the children. And we can see you there, Jesus, your face shining with the Father's love, like the sun, so cheerful and warm. I see your smile, your arms open. Children come running into your arms. Put a child on your lap, you sit down on the ground, and children all around you, I'm the little boy climbing on your back. There's a little girl. You're just looking in her eyes, smiling. We can imagine these are the kind of scenes that jump out at us from the Gospels. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What's happening here? Thank you, Lord. You're showing us the Father's love. This is what God is like. The child in me. The little girl in you who's listening. The little boy in you, that tender, vulnerable part, place where your tears come from, your longings, your secret hopes, the playful part of you, which you might have difficulty expressing. Maybe it feels silly or life feels so serious. That inner child, that's a spontaneous, free, fun-loving dimension of your personality, the emotions, the needs within us, that's that child. Jesus, that's, you're welcoming that child. You welcome all of us, but the children especially are precious to you. And so we pray this prayer that has so blessed me. Lord, I just still remember that retreat years ago where I just spent the whole, I think it was five hours of solitude and silence, TLC time, to love Christ. And you gave me this prayer, and it's meant so much to me. It's been so fun to share it with friends like those listening now. Jesus embraces me in Abba's love. It just makes me smile to say that. Let's just pray that together, friends. Just gently repeating those words. Jesus embraces me in Abba's love. Try breathing in slow and deep. Breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. As you breathe in, whisper the prayer, Jesus embraces me in Abba's love. You breathe out, thank you. Jesus embraces me in Abba's love. Thank you, God. You are our Papa. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
And Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us for these podcasts in Advent. And we hope that this renewed appreciation of God as Abba will be your best Christmas present. Thank you, Jesus. This podcast is sponsored by people like you who donate to the nonprofit ministry of Soul Shepherding. Your donations subsidize counseling and mentoring for pastors, missionaries, and other men and women in ministry. It's easy to make a tax-deductible donation on soulshepherding.org or by mailing a check. Also on our website, you can purchase one of our resources, including our Easy Yoke book and our Advent devotional and prayer cards. These make great Christmas gifts. Thank you for supporting the ministry of Soul Shepherding. 